2: Welcome back. I'm Stan Freeberg. Time now for The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley, Paula Winslow as Peg, and John Brown in the dual roles of Riley's pal, Gillis, and The Undertaker, Digby O'Dell. Irving Brecker, the show's creator and producer, often used flashbacks to the Riley's early days as settings for the show. This episode from November 16, 1946, is just such an example. So let's have some fun now on The Life of Riley.
3: Teal for a beautiful smile, The Life of Riley for laughs. Teal, T-E-E-L, teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice. That's it. T-E-E-L. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, brings you the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. <laughs> Remember, friends, for beautiful smiles, it's T E E L Teal, and right now it's the life of Riley. <laughs> It's no laughing matter when you're the father of a teenage son, ask Chester Riley Sr. And it's no laughing matter when you're the teenage son of a father, ask Chester Riley Jr. For instance, the other day... Who's that?
4: That's me, Dumplin'. The Lord and Monster is home.
5: Oh, hello, Riley dear. Here, let me take your coat. Oh, thanks,
4: Oh, uh, This is the only consolation I get for slaving away eight hours a day in that plant. When I come home, I get a nice warm greeting from my family. Hello, Junior. Hello, Pop. <laughs> Goodbye, Pop. <laughs> uh, nice warm greeting. What's eating, Junior?
5: Oh, he's been like that all day. He just mopes around his room. He won't eat. He won't talk. When I ask him what's the matter, he says he's thinking.
4: Thinking, huh? We'd better call a doctor.
5: Oh, he's not sick. He's got something on his mind. You see, Riley junior is becoming an adolescent
2: I forbid
4: it <laughs> he belongs to enough clubs now
6: oh. oh Riley you don't understand
5: juniors growing up and and a boy his age needs well advice
4: you mean oh <laughs> yeah yeah I guess you're right Dublin Our boy is now standing on the shore, ready to sail off on the voyage of life. And it's up to us to send him up the river.
5: Riley, somebody's got to sit down and have a heart-to-heart talk with him. That's right. Now, you go ahead and do it. Now, Riley, it's your job. Junior needs a man-to-man talk. Didn't your father have a talk with you?
4: Yeah, but I was 21.
5: Now, don't put it off. It's your
4: duty. Okay, okay, I'll talk to him. Hello, son. Hello. I, uh, just passing by on my way to the kitchen. Thought I'd drop in, have a little talk. I don't feel like talking. Look, son, I, I'm your father. Every, every boy's got problems, and and who should a boy turn to when he needs help? His mother? Of course not. His father. Now, uh, how can I help you? Well, uh, could you let me have five dollars? Your mother's in the kitchen. What do you want with $5, anyway? Well, I I thought if I bought Marilyn Morris a present... Uh Ah, I knew there was a woman at the bottom of this. Believe me, Junior, if you're smart, you'll give Marilyn the air. She's only after your money. But, Pop, I never have any money. You can thank me for that. (laughs) By keeping you broke, I'm protecting you. Now, take my advice. Don't have anything more to do with Marilyn. That'll be easy. She won't have anything to do with me. Oh, she won't, huh? Well, who does she think she is? She ought to be glad to get a boy like you. You're almost perfect. You batted three sixty last season. Oh,
5: she don't care about that anymore. Ever since that Perry Schuyler came into our class, she won't even look at me. Yeah, what's his batting average? Well, Pop, he don't play baseball, only chess. And he writes her poetry all the time. And she says she likes him because he's cultured.
4: Oh, well, then there's only one thing to do. She wants culture, give her culture. That's it, Junior. We gotta culture, you. (laughs) You Oh, me, Pop? Well, I'm no good at that. Don't worry. If you try hard, you can get as cultured as I am. (laughs) But I can't write poetry. There's other kinds of culture. Hey, I know. Learn a musical instrument. Well, I play a musical instrument. Junior, a kazoo is not a musical instrument. Listen, you take up piano. I'll pay for your lessons. We got a piano in the living room. It don't work. I'll make it work. All I have to do is paste back the black keys. <laughs> so we won't play dominoes. Uh, I don't know, Pop. Maybe Marilyn won't like Believe this. me, son, it'll work like a charm. I know. I once had a girl. I couldn't get the first bass like you. But I took music lessons, and music brought me and this girl together. It did. Yep. On the level.
5: All oh, I... And
4: I want you to meet the girl, your mother. What? It was mom? She was the girl? Yep. Peg, we got Junior's trouble practically straightened out. Tell him about the time when we were kids, how music brought us together. Oh, that? Yeah. I'll go wash up for dinner. While I'm gone, you tell him how it worked, like a charm. You listen to
5: your mother, Junior. Mom, did Pop's music really bring you together? Well, yes, in a way. <laughs> you see, dear, your father was still in high school, so was I, and he lived with his mother in a tenement house in Brooklyn. Your grandmother pinched Penny so your father could take violin
7: lessons. <laughs> oh, Chester, darling, that's beautiful! Play some more for your mother. Oh, mom, I gotta. Oh, please, Chester, for my sake. You play like an angel. Well, okay. <laughs>
6: oh,
7: beautiful. Oh, I love that part. <laughs> Oh, such talent. Okay, Mom, I gotta go now. But, Chester, you've only practiced five minutes. It's the first time in months you've picked up your violin. Day after day, you just let it lay there in the bread box. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Mom, but I got something important to do. But, darling, if you practice hard, you can make something of yourself. Wouldn't you like to be like that fiddler we heard on the Victrola, that Joshua Heifetz, who give concerts? No, I don't want to work nights. (laughs) But, Chester, you're growing up. You've got to think of the future. Uh, gee, Mom, I just started in
4: high school. There's plenty of time to think about the future in seven or eight years when I graduate.
7: <laughs> don't worry, Mom. Good night. Always rushing off. And don't think I don't know where. It's that little Peggy Barker over in Flatbush. For the life of me, I can't see what you two kids find to talk about hour after hour. Uh, I don't talk to her. She don't even know I'm alive. I just walk up and down in front of her house. Well, for the love of... And what fun do you get out of that?
4: Oh, Mom, who said it's fun? Gee, I wish she'd come out. I've been waiting over two hours now. Gee, if she'd only come out, maybe I could get up enough and enough to talk to her. And then after a while, she'd let me put my arm around her and hold her tight and kiss her and kiss her and
8: Hey kiss her. Stop licking the paint off that lamp post.
4: Oh, officer, I, I, did, I didn't do nothing. I, I'm just waiting.
8: And I know who you're waiting for. Kinda on of that little Barker girl across the street, eh? You know. <laughs>
4: Listen, officer, if you tell anybody, I'll have you arrested.
8: Don't worry. I'll keep your little secret. She sure got you moony. I've never seen a lad so far gone. Yeah,
4: but you know how it is. You know what a girl can do to a fella. If she just walks by, his heart starts pounding. If she looks at him, he feels good all over. And if she smiles at him, he's in heaven.
8: I wouldn't know, son. I'm a married man. <laughs> there, there she is, carrying out the ashcan. Now's your chance. Go over and offer it to her. No, no, I couldn't do that. I'm going home. No, 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 no. You've got to make a start sometime. Now, go on, go on. Right. Let you know.
4: All right. But it ain't smart to show her you're anxious. I'll just walk past her like I don't even see her.
5: (laughs) Good luck, Oh, you clumsy thing. Why don't you look where you're going?
4: I'm sorry. I didn't mean... Oh, gee.
5: Just look at those ashes all over the sidewalk.
4: Gee, that's an awful lot of ashes. Your father must smoke a lot.
5: (laughs) I mean... Well,
4: don't worry. I'll pick up all the ashes. Look, see? Well, don't put them in your pocket. Oh, yeah, they go in the ash can. Gee, I'm awful sorry.
5: Oh, well, that's all right. I'm sorry I lost my temper. After all, accidents can happen.
4: Gee, that's swell of you, Miss Barker. Oh, you
5: know my name. Yeah,
4: I'm very good at remembering names. I never forget mine. (laughs) It's it's Chester Riley. But how did you know my name? Well, we're in the same algebra class at school.
5: Well, that's funny. I don't remember seeing you there.
4: Well, you should. I sit right near you.
5: You do? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see now. On my left, there's that red-headed boy. On my right, there's that boy with the glasses. And behind me, there's that stupid boy. That's me! That's me! Oh, I'm so glad you
4: remembered me.
5: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean you were stupid. Oh, that's all right. I
4: I apologize. Gee, it's funny our meeting like this. Ever since that first day in school, I I wanted to... Well, you know, meet you and, and, and talk.
5: Well, here I am. Let's talk.
4: Well, uh, good night. Thanks for a pleasant conversation. Oh, well,
5: well, don't go yet. I I thought you wanted to talk.
4: Yeah, well, uh...
5: Would you like to see me stand on my hands? Oh, Chester, you're a
4: scream. Listen, Peggy, can I... Uh, would you...
5: Will you come bowling with me tonight? Bowling? Well,
7: I, I
5: don't mind if I do. You'll come? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Come on, let's go. Oh, wait a minute, Chester. There's somebody coming across the street. Oh, Elwood. Hello, Peggy,
7: my dear.
5: Oh, hello, Elwood. Elwood, this is Chester Riley. Oh, hello there, old man. Chester, I'd like to present Elwood Pettibone. Hello, you can't come with us. Peggy, guess what? I've just been made conductor of the school symphony orchestra. Conductor? Oh, and... Oh, isn't that thrilling?
4: Uh, I was just made captain of the basketball team.
5: Oh, Elwood, you're wonderful. When's your first concert? When are you going to play? We
4: played Canarsie High last week. Our first concert is next month. I've selected Tchaikovsky's Concerto. Oh, wait till you hear it. What a score. We beat Canarsie High 33 to 20. What a score. Are
5: are you going to play your violin, Elwood? Oh, but naturally. For my solo, I've chosen Tambourine Chinois we beat Kenassi, 54 to 6. Tambourine chinois. Oh, that's so complicated. We skunk Canarsie, 85 to nothing. <laughs>
4: yes, Peggy, it's frightfully complicated. Particularly the pizzicato.
5: Oh, I adore the pizzicato. Don't you, Chester?
4: Oh, sure, sure. I, I love that green ice cream.
5: <laughs> oh, Chester, don't you know anything about music?
4: Sure I do. Sure, I know. I I played... The... Yes, we know. You played Canarsie High. <laughs> Excuse me. I just remembered an appointment. Oh,
6: look out, Chester! Watch where you're going!
7: Is that you? Chester, is that you just come in? Chester Anthony, is that you? Why, Chester, you're practicing.
4: Yeah, I'll show her. Good night, Mom. Don't disturb me for the next four hours.
5: what's gotten
4: into you? I thought you didn't like the fiddle. Well, I changed my mind. I'm going to practice day and night. I'll show her. And someday I'll be a big musician. I'll show her. That's
7: the way to talk, Chester, darling. Right now, will you? We're
1: crying asleep. Ah, uh,
7: it's that old prank downstairs. Paying no attention to him. <coughs> Go right on playing.
4: But I I just remembered something. I got to look something up in a dictionary. Look what? Pizzicato. Oh, you mean that green ice cream? No, 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 mom. This has got something to do with music. It's a, oh here it is. Pizzicato. To pluck at strings and give staccato jerky effect. Oh, I get it. Pizzicato means a jerk. Ah,
7: you're so clever, Chester darling. Now go on, play for your old mother. Play it like that. All right, only on play and I'll see who it is. Look here, Mrs. Riley. That fiddling's got to stop. It's got to stop. Who is it, ma'am? It's only the landlord. Keep on playing. I mean keep on playing. It's got to stop. It's 12 o'clock. The tenant downstairs is moving out tomorrow, all on account of that screeching. Screeching? Why, you ignoramus! Don't you know beautiful music when you hear it? If you don't pipe down, I'll call the cop. Oh, I'd just like to see you try it. The last Can't time I called him, i do not hear it, but. Don't don't what happened, Mom? Nothing, son. I just threw the big pizzicata down the stairs.
3: second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is Ken Carpenter with an important message about teal, the modern liquid dentifrice. Dental authorities say, when
2: gums are sore, brushing the teeth with toothpaste and powders which contain harsh abrasives
3: is irritating, often makes things worse. heed that professional advice. Teal is good for tender gums because it contains no abrasives. In fact, because teal is a liquid, it reduces the irritating effect of the brush itself, authorities say. Once you've tried teal, you'll want to make it your permanent dentifrice. You'll especially like the way teal makes teeth look sparkling clean. The way it helps sweeten your breath and gives your mouth a refreshed, tingling taste. Get teal now and follow directions on the package. Remember, that's teal. T-E-E-L, teal. The modern liquid dentifrice. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Riley. When Junior Riley complained that his girlfriend didn't think he was cultured enough, Riley advised his son to take up music. To illustrate his point, he boasted how music brought him and Mrs. Riley together when they were kids. Mrs. Riley's been telling Junior the story of what really happened.
5: Did Pop keep right on practicing, even after the tenor moved out, Mom? Oh, yes, day and night. He was determined to impress me. And one night, I was at home with my father. I was playing the piano, and my father was reading
2: This is what I like, Peggy, to relax with the newspaper while you play.
5: Oh, you play beautifully. Thanks, Papa.
2: Good heavens! What's that?
6: What, Papa?
2: Listen. Hello, Peggy. Peggy, do you know this, uh, this?
5: Oh, yes, Papa. He's in my class at school.
2: Well, get rid of him at once.
5: All right, Papa. And
2: first thing tomorrow, I'm taking you out of that school. Gee, your
4: father's sore. I guess he don't like good music.
5: Chester, I don't understand.
4: What are you doing here
5: with that violin?
4: Well, I I just want to let you know that I was musical, too. So I thought I'd play for you.
5: But, Chester, first you have to take lessons.
4: But I've been taking lessons A year ago, I could hardly play this piece I used to play it like this But now I got the hang of it, listen It's,
6: uh,
5: it's amazing what a year can do Wait, I can also play pizzicato well. Oh,
2: Chief, I broke all the strings <laughs> Listen, you, I thought I told you to stop that carawalling Now, Peggy, inside, get away from that pest Hey, cut on that yellow, Parker You mind your own business As the landlord of this building, it is my business my tenants are entitled to peace and quiet. Well, why don't you see that they get it? This baboon here... That baboon's not doing any harm. You're the one who's making all the noise. I'm making the noise. Now look here, you dumb ox. dumb up. I'm a tenant here. I am a tomorrow, you're not. Your month is up tomorrow and I'm kicking you out. Even if there is a tenant shortage. <laughs>
4: Look,
2: Peggy, I got the strings all fixed. Uh, uh... Get out of here, Ronnie. Get out of here before I tear you apart with my bare hands.
4: Okay. Okay, I'll go. I can take a hint.
8: (laughs) Hey there. No loitering. Oh, it's you, Sonny.
4: Hello, officer. I was just waiting in case Peggy...
8: Oh, Oh, you're going to have a long wait, Sonny. They moved out this morning.
4: They, they did? Uh. Oh, and no wonder I didn't see her in school. Where did they move to? I gotta find her.
8: Well, I don't know. Brooklyn's a large city.
4: Oh, gee, maybe I'll never find her now. Maybe they moved out of the city. I got a feeling I'll never see her again. And without her, my life is finished.
1: Let me be the judge of that.
4: <laughs> Who's that?
1: It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Uh, hello, Mr. Odell. Greetings, Chester. You're looking fine. Very natural. <laughs> How is it you haven't been around to see my boy, Digby Jr. lately? What, you see? He's disappointed in you, Chester. Friends should stick together. If you let my boy down now, someday he'll let you down.
4: Well, <laughs> I. I've been kind of busy. How is Digger, Mr. O'Dell?
1: Oh, the little rascal is up to his old tricks. Yesterday, he stole a sign from a barber shop and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was petrified. Well, why? What did the sign say? No waiting. You're next. Ah, <laughs> uh, he don't mean no harm, Mr. O'Dell. Of course not. The dear boy is always up to some prank. Putting sneezing powder into my tapioca. Now the wall of our breakfast room looks like stucco. <laughs> Dropping a live turtle in his grandmother's mock turtle soup. Causing grandma to take the pledge. <laughs> Mixing up my business records. So that now I don't know who's coming or going. <laughs> I adore my son. He's so gay.
4: I wish I could be gay. I lost my girl, Mr. O'Dell. On account of my playing the violin, she moved away. I'd better give it up. Everywhere I play, people move out.
1: Why not come and play down at my place? No one will move out, believe me. No, I'm giving it up. No, no, my boy. You must keep up with your music. Ah, there's nothing like music. The singing strings of the violin. The melodious ripple of the piano port. And then there's the harp. Oh, excuse me, I have an appointment. <laughs> Cheerio. I love life. I on,
4: Mom, she's gone. I can't find her. Who's gone? She's, yeah. She's disappeared off the face of the earth. i
7: never see her. There, there, Chester, don't take on so. I remember when your father was courting me. We had a big fight and I disappeared and he kept looking and looking for me. Did he find you? Where do you think you would be if he hadn't? <laughs> Come on now. Tell me a tune on your fiddle. It'll cheer you up. Oh, how can I play, Mom? I keep thinking of her. Oh, if so I can only forget about her. Oh, then play your fiddle. Lose yourself in your music. Drive yourself to play. That'll get her out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. My music. I'll keep playing and playing until I drive
4: myself out of my mind. (laughs) Give me my ball. Give me my rosin. Give me my music. There. Now I'm going to play like I never played before. Listen. Wait, Chester. You forgot your
5: fiddle.
2: (laughs) Well, Peggy, how do you like our new apartments?
5: Oh, it's all right, Papa.
2: All right. It's wonderful. And I was smart this time. No month-to-month business. I got a five-year lease. That's fine. (laughs) You don't seem very pleased.
5: Well, Papa, why did you make me change schools?
2: I don't want you in the same school with that Riley oaf. But,
5: Papa, I like Chester. Never
2: mind. I'll tell you who to like. Listen, you didn't tell him where we moved. Oh, no, Papa. Fine, fine. Now maybe we'll have a little peace and quiet. Well, well, I think I'll take a little nap. (laughs) What's that? Peggy, listen. That music, it's... Oh,
5: why, it's Chester. Oh, no. Oh, no.
4: Peggy. Peggy, you you kissed me. You know what that means? Now we'll have to get married.
5: What did you think of the story, Junior? Boy, that's some story, Mom.
1: Well, son,
4: did your mother tell you how music brought us together?
5: Yeah, Pop. She told me all about it. Maybe it'll
4: work with Marilyn, too. Yep, it was music that brought us together, all right. 18 years ago. And you know what kept us together? What, Pop? I gave up music. <laughs>
3: makers of teal the amazing liquid dentifrice invites to be their guests next week to hear the life of riley with william bendix as riley william bendix is currently appearing in paramounts two years before the mass the life of riley is produced for teal by irving brecker and is directed by don bernard the script is by alan lipscott and ruben ship music by lou Koslow. tonight's cast included paula winslow john brown tommy cook jane morgan ken christie and pat McGee. This is Ken Carpenter on behalf of Teal, inviting you to listen again next week to The Life of Riley. And remember, for lovely smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, protects teeth beautifully. And that's
2: The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Chester A. Riley, as originally broadcast November 16, 1946. I'm Stan Freeberg.